Welcome to Pharmacy View, Technology and Pharmacy Business Podcast Series, where we provide regular interviews with pharmacists and key industry people within the Australian pharmacy and associated industry. In each podcast, we look to discuss aspects of pharmacy operation and how technology is improving or interacting with each guest's current role or pharmacy-related business. I'm your host, Scott Carpenter, and today's guest is sponsored by Shopfront Solutions, leading the way in digital marketing and communications providing a cloud-based platform for pharmacies to manage all of their digital messaging and print-based collateral. For more information on the Shopfront Solutions digital platform, simply go to the website at shopfrontsolutions.com.au. I'm talking today with pharmacist Simon Carroll, Director at Health Information Australia. Welcome, Simon. G'day, Scott. Lovely to be with you. Likewise. Now, Simon, due to uh, COVID border closures and uh, regional travel that both you and I have been able to do, you and I actually haven't physically met to date. All of our interactions have been uh, virtual, which is you know not necessarily a bad thing in terms of technology. And we've discussed to, to make sure we catch up at APP next week. So for myself and people listening today, who is Simon Carroll? Yeah, thanks, Scott. I look forward to meeting you face to face. So I was born in Zimbabwe and grew up there and went to school and then ended up at university in South Africa doing a pharmacy degree. Married my wife and then in 1987 we moved to Australia. Started off in Sydney and I ended up with Sol Patterson. For a while I managed their Hurstville Pharmacy, then their 160 Pitt Street Pharmacy and then moved to API in a buying capacity as their ethical dispensary buying manager. And then in 1992 moved to Canberra and bought my first pharmacy in 1994. So those pharmacies grew in number, some some purchased existing pharmacies, some greenfield sites, and ended up being an owner of pharmacies for about 15 years. There were a number of them. And at the end of 2008, sold out, decided it was time for a bit of a change. And I did a, a master's in marketing in at Monash University, started a consultancy business, started a charity called Global School Partners, and have moved on from there. Uh, that's that's great, and I guess one of the points to pick up from that is that the Sol Pattinson Pharmacy in Pitt Street, Sydney, which I'm pretty sure now is closed, that's obviously got a fair bit of a history in Australia in terms of pharmacy. So, how how did you find working there? It has. Oh, it was fantastic. It was obviously it was a very large pharmacy with at that stage a very large turnover, you know, relative to most pharmacies, and it was a great challenge because you obviously had a a large team of people in terms of the staff. And it was a, a very dynamic place to work because you, you literally had the thousands of people walking past and in every day. Yeah, no, that's great. That's good. So, uh, Simon, we're here, I guess, today to chat about yourself as a pharmacist and the tech, the part technology plays sure. in you. And I guess the, the couple of points that we're going to talk about today is Health Information Australia, eHealth Coach, and your consulting business. And we also want to talk about your Global School Partners program that, for, that your wife and yourself are involved with. But for anyone listening today, let's chat about Health Information Australia. And I, I like the note here that you, you sent me that said uh, you use QR code technology for uh, for information. Let's Let's talk about that. Yeah, sure. So Health Information Australia is a company that I started in 2019, actually, just prior to COVID, sort of November 2019. And it relates to providing reliable health information for pharmacists and really for consumers, actually, but through yeah. pharmacies. So those the pharmacies who subscribe can have a range of things available. One of them is, as you said, a QR-coded shelf talker which immediately, if a consumer scans that, as we're all familiar with QR codes now, 
Yeah, it takes them directly. Yeah, takes them directly to that health information, and it could be it's minor ailment things. So it could be hay fever, it could be tinea, could be head lice, etc. They're they're twenty five topics. Yep, and those it takes them to that pharmacy's website if they've got one, and if they're hosting the content there, yep. uh, which is branded for the pharmacy, etc. If they don't have a, a website, and not all pharmacies do, it would take them to our Health Information Australia website to that topic. So the consumer can immediately access information around a minor ailment. Yeah. So is there a is there a template for what would um, what products in a pharmacy would this would apply to? Is it or is it quite right quite yeah. wide? It's quite wide. We, we we chose basically we started off choosing the top ten OTC sort of minor ailments in pharmacy. So things like your cough and cold, pain. Um, sinus hay fever, uh, therapeutic skin, you know, eczema, dry skin. And we sort of expanded on that, just looking at the top categories in pharmacy. And, and all the topics are written by professional writers and then, and then edited appropriately and peer-reviewed. Yep. And so the information sort of follows the format of the symptoms. So the person, consumer can potentially pick up the brochure, say, oh, yes, I've got those symptoms, touches on the causes. And then it talks about lifestyle options for the people and then into the pharmacy options. So what's the pharmacy going to do for you? Yeah, so, so again, yes. if, I just, if I just say that back to you to, to make sure that I'm clear. So if I'm a consumer and I've walked into the pharmacy, which I do on a regular basis, particular ailment or you know, genetics, you know, background, yes. uh, family history, et cetera, um, whereas I might be used to just walking up to the counter, having someone chat to me. Uh, if the pharmacy is busy, I might go to the area and all of a sudden now today I might find um, a digital QR code in the area or on the shelf. Like how does that work? Yeah, so they, they sit in little little perspex or plastic pockets so that actually just tuck into the shelf stripping. Yep. Okay. So they're sitting at the shelf with the product, the relevant yep. product. So yep. you know, for hay fever, it'll be sitting with the antihistamines, the, the non-drowsy antihistamines out in the front of the store. What we are finding, though, is the staff find them really good as well because they can actually do some, I suppose, their own learning and, and upskill themselves from them. Well, it enables them to back up their recommendation. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I mean, look, there's so much information that a pharmacy team has to kind of you know, be up to date with that it's a, it's a good kind of refresher or prompt. So, so again, if I take that customer journey in, in case, you know, talking mm. about myself, so I've scanned the QR code. There would be two options, but we'll go with the first option, and that is that the, the particular pharmacy has its own website, and it's taken me into their website. So it's so it's kept the chain of communication with my pharmacy, with that that brochure for that particular condition, and that's a digital brochure. So again, there's potentially links in that digital digital brochure to other information, or is it all in one brochure? It's a, it's a digital brochure coming through on an RSS feed or a PDF embed system, yep. or that we've got about five ways of putting it into the website. Yep. But it is branded for the pharmacy, so it looks yep. like, for all intents and purposes, it is the pharmacy's content, content. Yep. Health Information Australia's. Good. Okay. Now that, that makes sense to me. Well, again, I think it made sense anyway. But I just wanted to kind of just confirm that was the that was the customer journey effectively that this goes to. So yeah. next time I'm in a pharmacy that has this, I'll, I'll go through that, and I guess anyone listening could do the same thing. But and we'll get to this point at the end is that if anyone listening today wants more information, there'll be your your contact information as part of the notes. So I guess that then leads nicely into QCPP support around this area as well. Yeah. So we found with Health Information Australia that there's been a lot of interest. Uh, yeah, in the health information part of it. And QCPP for me has been frustrating programming in a way because it's seen as a policeman. It's seen as a 
something you have to do to tick a box to be able to access, say, you know, PPA funding and, and services funding and things like that. Yeah. But in reality, to me, QCPP is a huge business enabler because if you're doing those things appropriately in QCPP, you're actually going to be running a more efficient and effective business. Yep. So what we've done with Health Information Australia, we've now created new, there's the new QC2020 has rolled out, the, the new program. So we've yep. created templates for all the new policies and procedures that are required. But we're actually offering support to pharmacies to help them not just pass QCPP, but actually to thrive using QCPP. The standards, so so applying the standards, which is what they're made for. Exactly, applying the standards, applying it so that when you hire a staff member, you go through the right procedure. So you, A, you get the right staff member, but B, you actually set up that staff member to succeed because yeah. they are properly inducted and engaged into your business. Yeah. So, so, yeah, no, that's right. And so in terms of the QCPP support, again, we're, we're talking digital technology here. So yeah. I'm imagining that the, the forms and the uh, the documents uh, can either be stored as a digital file or, or could be printed if, uh, if that's the way they want to do it in the pharmacy. That's right. So our encouragement is to have everyone putting it into uh, basically a, a digital format and, and operating from that digital format so that you don't have the files gathering dust on the shelf, as most of them do, and you know to be dusted off every couple of years when you get an assessment, but yes. it actually becomes something that's available on their, on their desktops in the pharmacy to be used, well, on a, as required, possibly on a daily basis. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm imagining they would tie nicely back into And I've seen the transition on this over the last couple of years. The, the, as you mentioned before, the team induction program. So uh, that, that was potentially a very manual process, if not at all, you know, 10 years ago. But these days, team members' inductions and training is all a, a digital record. So this would then just link into that as well. I'm, Absolutely. So it's, you've, yeah. you've just got it all at, at your fingertips. And in, in the... To me, in the ideal world, when QC2020 assessors can actually go back into pharmacy, which they can't at the moment, it's all a remote yep. assessment. Yep. Effectively, they walk in and instead of it being a whole lot of stress for you as a pharmacist, you're just pointing them to a computer and saying, well, there's our operations manual. It's digitally, our digital architecture is the same as your as the QC2020 yep. domains. Yep. Hope for your life and I'll see you in three or four hours. <laughs> that's it. Come and ask us the questions that you need to. That's, oh, look, that's great. So in terms of then Health Information Australia, because obviously we're going to move on to the Global Schools Partners, which, which this program helps fund. Is there anything else in Health Information Australia that we need to be aware of? Has that covered everything so far? Probably almost everything. The, the other thing that is coming out, we're just trialling them at the moment, or we call Health Information Boards. Yes. So almost like a, a health promotion. In It can be in a pharmacy, but we actually have some schools trialling it as well, where, again, using the QR codes on, a, on a, essentially what's a poster so that, for example, in the schools, the, the, the parents can come in and see something, oh, the school's got a head loss outbreak, they can just go across to the board and scan the head loss information sheet. Excellent. No, that's great. So okay. that's, that's it. In, in that, just going back, because we are talking technology in a sense, yes. we, we do use a CRM made by yep. Idea Consulting, which is cloud-based one, and it's actually fantastic. People okay. can log in on the website. They can um, subscribe. They can get access. It's you know it's all fairly seamless. 
So, so, yeah. so when you say customers or clients, that's pharmacists or, or pharmacists, retail customers, yeah. pharmacists. Yeah. So, yeah, pharmacists. and again, well, yeah, I've, I've got that link here. So I'll in, include the link on that as well. So that's cool. So, so Simon, in your yeah. notes to me, you mentioned that Health Information Australia is a profit for purpose business, which helps to support the, the charity Global School Partners, which your wife, Jan, Correct. and yourself started in 2010. What's, what's all that about? Yeah, so that, that was the reason that HIA, we sort of, I suppose we, we started that company. One, because I've got such a passion for pharmacy and helping pharmacists to thrive, but the second was to help support Global School Partners. So Global School Partners started in 2010, yep. and we realised, my wife is a, she's now a lecturer at university in education, and I've obviously got a health background, but we've always had a heart for children having the opportunity to reach their potential. Yes. And we've found that particularly in Africa, but also certain parts of Asia, they're places where children just don't have a chance to do that, not through any fault of their own or their parents. It's just the circumstances into which they're born. Yeah, and we don't choose our parents. <laughs> or yeah. our circumstances. <laughs> yes. And so our heart is to get children, giving children an education to give them an opportunity in life. Essentially, if you're in poverty, if without an education, your chances of getting a job are almost zero in most of those countries. But as soon as you get an education, even if it's just a primary school education, those opportunities increase almost 20-fold. And so we're really wanting to enable children who would be unable to get an education to get an education. So just yep. as an example, Scott, in, in sub-Saharan Africa, they're 25 million. So that's the same as the whole of Australia's population. Australia, yeah, absolutely. Yep. 25 million children who don't even go to primary school. Yeah, yeah. And that's for us, that's just tragic because if you're, if you're in poverty, you don't go to school, your only way out of that poverty is going to be doing something that is either illegal or immoral. Yeah, yeah. So we want to give them avenues or pathways out, and that's education. So yeah. Global School Partners is effectively schools in, in Africa. At the yep. moment, we've got 25 schools where we are every day impacting about twelve to 13,000 children. Yes. And, and over the years have impacted, well, for, since the 2010, sort of up around the 30,000 children. And Excellent. What we provide is education and health support. Yep. Because we all know that, you know, if you're feeling sick, you can't learn. And so health is so important. So a simple example, we put water access, so water, water tank or wells into yep. a school. We put in some clean toilets that yep. give some decent sanitary, decent sanitary environment. Yeah. We drop the children's absenteeism from illness by 72%. Excellent. Yep. Yeah. We've started just recently for the last three, four years now. We're doing a young woman's program, and that involves education, but it also pro provides sanitary pads for the girls. Yeah. And that reduces their absenteeism by 88%. Yep. So. And, and as you said, and then get, keeps them in school, keeps the education going. And then the further yep. they move through the education stages, the, the more likely they've got a chance of actually having a quality life, Absolutely. et cetera. Absolutely. Yeah, that's cool. So as, as an example, we've got a young lady called Daisy who we started off with in 2011. She finished, she was sponsored. So she got a sponsor from Australia, which gives her a scholarship into our schools. Yep. She finished primary. She finished secondary. She's now in her second year of nursing. Now, to put into context, Daisy was working in a, in a mine, basically in a quarry at the age of 11, breaking up rocks and helping the men, the adult yeah. men, work in that place. Without rescuing her, we believe she would have probably been pregnant by the time she was 13 or 14 yeah. and married yeah. off. 
yeah. she's now got to doing nursing. She's going to you know finish that and, and have a huge impact in that community, in her community, because of the skills and, and her, her work ethic into what she's doing. And we've got a number of people in, like Daisy. Like that, yeah. yeah. No, that's excellent. And look, we'll, we'll include the link to globalschoolspartners.org.au in the notes. But I guess if, if anyone was interested, they could go and have a look at that website or they can, uh, from a pharmacy perspective and a business perspective, come back to you and chat with you about Health Information Australia because the profits from what you do there in helping pharmacists then support Global School Partners anyway. Correct. That's right. Yeah. So Health Information Australia, basically 100% of the profit goes to Travel school partners. Partners. No, that's cool. Yeah. All right. So then moving on, there's two other areas that uh, you're involved with. One is your own uh, consulting business and also the eHealth Coach. So let's let's chat about the eHealth Coach. What's that what's that about? Yeah, sure. So so obviously there's a digital revolution in healthcare in Australia at the moment with Absolutely. With, with my health record back in yep. I think twenty eleven or twenty ten or something like that. Yes. Which is only just starting to see fruition. But the acceleration and the acceleration through COVID have been things like electronic prescriptions. Yes. And soon to come, uh, the e-secure messaging and e-referrals, et cetera. So there's a whole raft. There, there are sort of eight pillars with about 40 different areas in health that are going digital gangbusters, if I can call them. Yeah, absolutely. Probably the guru in the pharmacy world and well in the health world on digital health is, is a pharmacist called Ben Wilkins. And Ben and I, started chatting at the beginning of, uh, of last year about digital and the, where it's going. And we started a company called eHealth Coach, where it supports pharmacies or pharmacists to get connected yep. digitally to all the things that are available through the Australian Digital Health Agency. Okay, yep. Yeah, so it's, it's getting them lined up with their, for their NASH certificates for My Health Record and with things for electronic prescribing, so their prode is sorted out. There, it's quite a minefield. Uh, yes. that whole area. It's quite confusing getting their prode sorted out, getting them into HPOS, getting their pharmacists on as members, so that their pharmacists can actually access the Australian Immunisation Register, for example, for COVID vaccines yes. through their own prodes. So it's quite a, a convoluted thing. We, we're also working with medical specialists to some of the PHNs in Australia to get yep. the medical specialists into that into the game as well. Okay. So so this is through the um, HubSpot, is that, that right? Yeah, so one of the one of the digital platforms we use there is a is a program called HubSpot. And that enables because Ben is in Newcastle, I'm in Canberra, yes. it enables us to have the source of truth of communication, email tracking, note tracking, etc. for each of the clients that we, we deal with. Okay, and so HubSpot's been fantastic in that. It's it's actually you, there are paid versions, but the free version is is pretty good itself. Yeah, just to give you a basic CRM on on what's happening. Okay, so so again, anyone interested in this area, if they haven't already heard about eHealth Coach, can either contact you directly. Uh, I might get was it Ben in Newcastle? Uh, yeah, Ben Wilkins. Ben Wilkins. Yeah, I might get his uh, contact details up so we can add them in the notes as well. But effectively, a a one stop portal for all of the e portals in healthcare absolutely absolutely a very simple email is just admin at ehealth.coach okay and uh, that would get you in contact with us okay we'll go from there as well all right and i know then coming back to your own consulting business that uh, part of the reason we haven't been able to kind of hook up of late is that you, you travel around a bit helping pharmacies actually in pharmacy talk to us about that yeah so i guess i really do have a passion 
well, for global school partners or for children, but also for, for pharmacy. Pharmacy has been very good to me over the years. And, you know, I love the concept of pharmacy. It's that real, that mixture of professional clinical healthcare advice with retail business. Yeah. And for me, that, that sort of gets me excited. Yeah. So I started a consultancy back in 2010 in, in pharmacy. And it's it probably more of a sort of a business coaching environment where I'm assisting with whatever the, the pharmacy is having or the pharmacist or the owner is having, finding as barriers or wants to expand into. So yes. A lot of it relates to professional services, but a lot of it relates to, it could be HR issues. It could yep. be workflow, pharmacy design, really anything, customer engagement, product display. So it's, it's a broad spectrum service that yes. um, I'm assisted by my brother in that who's, who's a business specialist. He's not a pharmacist, but he's been yep. CEO of a number of very large organizations. He's worked in his early career in, in marketing with you know, the likes of Unilever and J&J, et cetera. Yep. Yeah, so fast-moving fast, fast moving consumer goods arena. Yeah, the fast-moving consumer goods. So he's, he's you know, right across all of that. He's also a professional speaker now in, in business coaching and in, and in leadership. And so we work together trying to assist pharmacies to do, to I guess, to reach their potential and to get the most out of their businesses. Yeah, and and again, as I mentioned a couple of times, obviously people can, can get in contact with you through the links that we'll put to, or we'll attach these um, podcast notes. But yeah. um, in effect, and it's one of the things there is that I'm passionate about as well is that it's often great uh, to go in and from an external point of view, look at another person's business. And, and whether you're a pharmacist with an existing business or whether you invite someone from outside to come in, you know, you don't have to take everything as, as written. But, but again, obviously, someone coming in from outside will see things that, that you're not seeing because you're there every day. Exactly. It's just a new set of eyes. I, I, you know, I, I don't have any, haven't got any special powers or anything like that. It's just a new set of eyes. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that I am going into a lot of pharmacies, so I, I get to see a lot of different ways that people do things or systems and, and things, plus keeping on top of, you know, I guess, best practice in the industry. Yes. And, yes. Yeah, so my, my general thing there is is personal visits, so it's face-to-face because it's while Zoom and all those things are wonderful, it doesn't give you the real feel of the pharmacy. It doesn't, you don't get a good concept of, of where it's situated in the community, the the I find it's funny when I walk into a pharmacy, I can generally tell pretty quickly, and obviously it varies day to day, but pretty quickly yeah. as how happy the team is, yes, how engaged the team is, and and how committed they are to to customer service and to the professional side of pharmacy. Yeah, no, it's a fair point. And and you mentioned in your notes that you use a, a platform called Monday.com, and this came up in a discussion in another meeting I had yesterday. So how does that work? What does that do for you? Monday is an excellent, I guess, project management tool. Yep. So what what we find with that is is it means that everyone in the team can put up tasks, can put up their their to do lists, yep, uh, etc. And and everyone else can see and see where they're up to on them. And it just yep. gives us great communication. It also allows you to upload documents. So if, if I've gone into a pharmacy, I can upload my report. Obviously, I send it to the pharmacy, but I can upload it there. So if someone else in the team is is having a touch point with that pharmacy, they can actually see that report or those photos or whatever it is before yeah. making that 
uh, for, connection. Yeah, so for that particular site or that that project team, etc. Yeah. So oh, that's yeah. good. All right, I'll I'll, um, I'll do a little bit more research on that. As I said, I, I think you'd you'd, I, you'd mentioned this before from your notes, but I said it was interesting that uh, once you hear it once or twice, and then I said I was in a meeting yesterday that I heard that as well. So, yeah. so I mean, we're coming to the end of our time today, but is there any other points to cover off before we say farewell today? Scott, I, I don't think so. I think that sort of covers covers, well. covers things from my side, and so thank you for the opportunity to chat. I, I think I do hope we can catch up soon. <laughs> absolutely, yep. And, and uh, team, we're finding that I guess we're finding that it's very rewarding one to help pharmacies, but two with things like HIA to be able to help children get an education. Absolutely, uh, yeah. Parts of the world that, that they don't get it. No, no it's, and it's a great story to hear. So, uh, Simon, thanks for your time today, and I hope you get some contacts from anyone listening today because I think there's some great information in there to help pharmacists and also helping globally. So thanks for your time. My pleasure, Scott. Thanks very much for the opportunity. Thank you for listening today. Pharmacy View is a technology-focused podcast provided by Melbourne-based business Arian Technologies and Shopfront Solutions. Over the podcast series, our guests include pharmacists, retail managers, wholesalers, suppliers, and industry technology partners. If you would like further information on our podcast series or to participate in one of our episodes, feel free to send me a message or touch base through the Pharmacy View website, pharmacyview.com.au.